listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 The Chargers, they could jump out to a 21-0 halftime lead. They hold off the Raiders 28-21, covering all numbers. I think the Chargers are really something. And I talked last week after they, they lost to the Cowboys. I said I thought they should have won that game or two weeks ago. I, I think the Chargers could be 4-0 and right now, and we'd be talking about them as maybe one of the best teams. And I think this Brandon Staley's on to something. Yeah, so let's let's keep in mind Staley and the reality of his situation. Two years ago, he had never been a coordinator in the NFL. All right, So he was plucked at a very young age relative to the job by a young coach, and McVay made the coordinator. Within that season, from him being an unknown to being a coordinator to being one of the leading head co- coaching candidates, and that is a fast rise. That's the kind of rise you would never, ever, ever, never see 20 years ago. In fact, I was doing a little reading on Belichick. You know, Belichick is the only coach in NFL history to be a head coach for over 20 years and be an assistant for over 20 years. So think about this. The man they called the genius, it took him 20 years. Well, he got a head job at Cleveland. Then he had four more years as an assistant after that. So... 20-plus years as an assistant, and Staley is probably, in fact, the odd, I don't know, maybe at the end it might be a Wade Phillips when he's 60 or whatever, but most likely won't ever be an assistant again and was an assistant for a handful of years. Is that just society doesn't care about experience anymore? I don't think it's that. I think it's with technology today. And in poker, there was a lot of talk of this, that Doyle Brunson could play, you know, X thousands of hands in a year. But a young kid with a computer simulation could play that many hands in a weekend. And thus, you could learn at a much faster pace. I think the technology today allows people to learn in certain fields so much. I mean, think about just looking at film. Back in the day, you had to splice up the film with a razor and like the physical film. Now they they tag every play. You can show me say show me every play last year for the Dolphins with Fitzpatrick as the quarterback, in which they were losing the game, and it was third down. Like tap 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 and you'd see a list of those plays and you could tap it and watch any one of them. I mean, it's incomprehensible what you can do with the technology today compared to 20, 30 years ago and and even further back. And thus the youth have an advantage. One, they're more inclined to use the technology and two, the time it takes to get the experience is less than it was back in the day where it doesn't matter how hard you worked. It took X years before. Now it could take you months to do the same amount. I'm not saying experience doesn't matter. I'm saying it matters less than ever. And that's why we see so many young coaches and Staley is at the top of the class as, as one of the best and of the young coaches. Let me ask you, AJ, what is it about Staley that you like from a distance? I like that he is following the the uh, analytics that say be aggressive. Uh, maybe be too aggressive. aggressive maybe sometimes. too aggressive, but I, I, I'm kind of enjoying watching it. I think that he's he's making some ballsy calls, and I, I guess as long as they're working out, we'll be like, wow, this is great. Eventually, he'll do one that'll cost him, and we'll go, what is this guy thinking? But while it's working, it's easy to sit back and go, man, this guy's really onto something. And maybe they are, right? And, and, and I think generally the direction of less conservative, more aggressive is correct. And 
it's funny as we gain more distance from that Philadelphia New England Super Bowl. We got to give Peterson some credit here. We always talk about if you're the underdog, you want to play high variance. You want to do a situation where you uh, maybe you lose by a lot more, but you have a chance to win. You want to be high variance. You want randomness. You want extremes because you need it to win. Philly kept rolling 7, 11, 7, 11, and they barely won, but they won. And if they would have been conservative, how good Brady played that game, I don't think the Eagles would have had a chance to win. Old school coaching would have never won that game. And Peterson deserves a lot of credit. for it. They could have lost by 30, but it was high risk, high variance. I, I, I think to the Tampa Bay New England game, that felt like it was in a time machine. Now the question is, and here's the question, how many other than Peterson of these high-variance coaches, of these, let's say, analytically forward-thinking, aggressive, how many of them have won a Super Bowl? None. Right? I don't think, I mean, I guess we could, well, Peterson being the one, but the exception of that. So is that just a matter of they haven't been around long enough and, hey, uh, obviously Shanahan, who you wouldn't put at the forefront of that category as high or high um, aggressiveness. He's more aggressive than an old school coach, but he's not amongst the most aggressive. But if we bucketed him with the young Turks, he could have won one. But maybe that's the whole point, right? Is he didn't win one for a reason. Maybe Andy Reid's more conservative, though Andy Reid used to be the most aggressive of the old school. So it's a spectrum, no doubt. And we can be arbitrary about where the buckets are. But in general, the, the, the guys like Andy Reid, Belichick, you know, obviously that with Tampa Bay is you've got, you know, I don't know, is Brady the coach, Arians? But it, <laughs> either way, you've got old school thinking. If you look at that game when New England tried the 56-yard field goal, uh, now listen, the, the next-gen stats said it was a horrible play. And I think it was ESPN said it was a good call. So there was some uh, there's some disparity in what was the right call on that 56-yard field goal. But just in general, they were punting, and 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 it felt like a game from 20 years ago. And I just don't know if that's a disadvantage, or is that the way you win a Super Bowl? That yeah, maybe on a, a stray game on a Sunday you go for it on fourth and nine, and that's the right move. Or maybe it's not, but who cares? Is a team going to win a Super Bowl more likely that way or more likely like Belichick coaches, AJ? It seems more likely like Belichick coaches because that's been history. But it, we're, all these new coaches, all these the young breed of coaches are getting most of them are in their first NFL job. So, but does that make it less likely for them to win a Super Bowl? Uh, it means that they they had to start from scratch, where more of the, the the more established head coaches like like the Belichicks had you know their their teams in place. Oh BS! Wait a minute. What what head coach is ever replaced when the team's good? Oh well, that's what I'm saying. I, so I'm, all, all these guys coaches, are going all, into. But so Belichick didn't start with the team in place. No 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 no. I meant more, more recently is what I meant. Yeah. So what you're saying is to get good enough to make the Super Bowl, it takes time it because does. usually a new coach is going to a young coach is going to come into a bad situation. Though right. let's be candid, um, uh, the Chargers were the best 
new situation you could imagine, right? This is a team that was should have won double digits probably last year, had a lot of talent, had some injuries, had some questionable coaching. And now if you're a young coach, that's one of the places you'd want to go to. And maybe that's interesting that, you know, Stanley got that job. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's look at Fezzik's Power Rankings. Mackenzie, read the teams in order from best to the Chargers, and then we're going to see which teams that uh, AJ thinks are not as good as the Chargers that Fezzik has ahead of them. Number one, Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Chiefs. The best team in the NFL is the Buffalo Bills, Fezzik says. Go ahead. Number two, the Chiefs. Number three, the Bucks. Number four, the Rams. Number five, the Browns. Number six, the Ravens. Seven Cardinals, number eight, the Green Bay Packers, and the Chargers are Fezzik's ninth team. I, I think five, six, seven, and eight are all in that questionable range of whether or not the Chargers should be ahead of them. So Baltimore, Cleveland, Arizona, and Green Bay. I, I think the Chargers are right there with those teams at, at worst. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right there with? That, that doesn't tell me anything. Okay, I'll go on a I'll, neutral, yeah, on a neutral field. I'll even, take Chargers over the over the Browns. I'll take Chargers over the Ravens. This like right now, the Ravens. I'll take the Chargers. Uh, and that's because of the Ravens injuries. Yes. And the other Green Bay, you wouldn't. Green Bay, I, I don't think I would. Air, you know what, Arizona, I would too. All right. So you got then if you move up the Chargers three spots is where you think they should be, which would be what sixth. Is that right, McKenzie? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. How much of this is Herbert and his potential? I think that's something that a lot of people get caught up in. They look at it. He's statuesque. He's armed. You know, it's, it's Moneyball the movie. He's got a hot girlfriend. I don't know what Herbert's girlfriend's like. Or if he's married, I don't know anything about it. But what we know is we all, as guys, tend to dream on uh, the idea of oh, if I was six four, if I you know I'd play in the NBA, I'd be a quarterback. How much are we loving the the, the characteristics, the intan or not the intangibles, but the measurables of Herbert instead of the reality of what he is right now? Do you think I there's think any like- of that? Absolutely. I think, like you say, we, we see potential and we fall in love with it. And I think it's the same reason Josh Allen and the Bills are number one in Fezzik's power rankings. I, I think that we so see... You're, you're like, saying Fezzik's biased? Uh, no, I'm just saying, I think, just in general, that's our that's p- the perception of humans are... We but see human, how that's great... That's the reason humans don't make a living predicting the future, that only a rare group does that and they are the ones that should be able to avoid the biases now it doesn't mean Fezzik doesn't have any biases it means that he works very hard he's in the top one tenth of one percent of not having them and he also works really hard not to have them I'm not saying he doesn't have them in this case I don't know I think it's probably more and we'll talk to him tomorrow and have some tape on it is that's a good one for tomorrow's show is You know, the defense is what's surprising about the Bills. This defense, remember, prior to 2020, the Bills had a decent offense and a good defense. And the the couple years, you know, prior. Is last year they had a great offense and a below average defense. This year the defense seems to be back to where it was. And the offense isn't quite where it was last year, but it's right there. So it's like if you take last year's Bills – Take away 10% of the offense, add 30% to the defense, 
that's what you got this year. And I think that team, if that holds up on defense, is better. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, it does sound right. They, uh, they're they allowing 11 points per game so far. So the defense has been salty. They used both their, their first two draft picks on pass rush. They made a commitment in the offseason to improving on defense, and it's it's paying off for them. Yeah, and when you say commitment, you mean like with some of the resources for who they yes. brought in, et cetera. I tell you, Jay Hoffman, we are straight out of Vegas. So let's go back to the charges. You're saying, yeah, potential is something humans are biased by. As you try to gain perspective on your own assessment, do you think you have the charges too highly ranked? No, I don't. And really, a lot of it is potential, but I, a lot of it is what you saw Justin Herbert do just last night. Like he's he's already very very good. Is is he a, a guy that can win the Super Bowl? That's been a pretty tight group, so it's hard to say. But I think he's. I think if he's not there, I think he's getting there at some point this year. I think he is the kind of guy that I I, I think we'll be talking about winning Super Bowls eventually. Yeah, I. That's an interesting concept. I think he's right there. He's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Is he good enough to, meaning right now, is he good enough to take a team on his back to the Super Bowl? No. But, but this but offensive he, he, line he's is not better. the reason that they wouldn't win a Super Bowl. No, he's certainly not that. This offensive line, which was kind of our big question on the Chargers coming into the season, because they, they basically revamped the whole thing, they've gelled really well. And they've been way better early than I think any of us could have expected. They've got great pass-catching weapons. Austin Eckler, if he can stay healthy, uh, is, is one of the better running backs in the league. They, they've got a lot in place to be very good. And they've got some guys on defense and Bosa and Derwin James they've got playmakers on defense they've got everything in place and if they if their coaching is what it's looked like so far they they could be a dark horse this is a team that if somehow you could get three to one odds on to win a four-team division <laughs> you'd have a, a pretty decent bet maybe 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 you want to reevaluate that one yes I do want to reevaluate it but do you see how you always want like the best of it times three RJ, who do you think I learned that from? No, but see, that's the thing. You didn't learn the right lesson. Is, <laughs> is You want to get the best of it within the range of seeming like you're being serious. And you want to make a deal. You've you, won bets off Fezzik that were impossible for him to win. But that was his ignorance. That was he, <laughs> he thought, or I don't know if that's right. Well, he was uninformed. It's like in Casablanca, right? When he says, uh, I'm here for the hot springs. And it's like, well, it's a desert. He goes, I was misinformed. And sometimes. <laughs> You just got the wrong information. And listen, Fezzik's gotten me on plenty. Don't worry. We are straight. I've gotten him on a few more, but I'm not sure. This year it's kind of reversing. We're straight out of Vegas. Okay. Let's move. Let's talk about the best teams one more second. So if you look at that list, what I find fascinating is no team except Arizona has not had a real question mark game. I mean, let's go down the list again. Now, the Bills, you could say they haven't, but that'd be crazy because Pittsburgh, who now looks like crap. If all we knew was, if somehow the Bills had all their games canceled after the first one, but or delayed, postponed, but Pittsburgh had played the next three, how bad would the Bills look right now? You would say, Pittsburgh's lost three in a row. They've gotten beat badly by the Bengals, by the Pack. You know, you go tick down the list. And... The Bills got dominated by the Steelers. Like the Bills would look like they're like the 25th best team. It goes to show you, you can't take one game and overreact, even if it's the first game. But if we accept the Bills look like crap 
in week one. They have a big question mark because of that. Arizona doesn't have a question mark, so let's set them aside. All right, McKenzie, Tampa Bay, obviously, question mark against the Rams. They got dominated. Kansas City has, AJ, two losses. Two. Two. I mean, that is not good in four games for a favorite to win the Super Bowl. So who else is on the list ahead uh, of the A-list? Uh, the, the Rams, who right, just Rams, had their question mark. Big question mark. Continue. Green Bay. All right. Uh, obviously, week one, big question mark. Baltimore. Um, that's interesting. So Baltimore had the Raiders game that was a coin flip. And then they've won every other game, right? They had the, the they, 66-yard they the field goal. They dominated yeah. Denver. And then they beat... The Kansas City Chiefs, but so, you could also say that that the Detroit game is maybe a red flag as well. But that's a that's a sandwich spot. When you win the game, you can say that wasn't perfect, but it's hard. You know, you win the game, you win the game. I mean, I I don't think you upgrade them for that. I, let's just say this: that's the most modest question mark there is on the list that's, so far. That's fair, and it, it's a natural down spot too. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, we've got Arizona, who has been the most dominant. In a way, if Arizona was the Super Bowl favorites coming in, if, they, if Kansas City had played like Arizona, Kansas City would be like plus 250 right now. They'd be, yeah. You agree with that? Such a big I, favorite. I agree. I will say Arizona did. I mean, it was a 34-yard missed field goal by the Vikings at the end of the game, or, or they lose that game to the Vikings, who don't look very good right well, now. I disagree with that. You don't think the Vikings look very – I mean, if, you, if anyone has the Vikings worse than 16, I, I can't understand. What's, what's Fezzik got the Vikings? Fezzik has them 18. Super Bowl odds have them 17. All right. So they're right there at average. So if average is not very good – first of all, keep, the, keep in mind, when you're 1-3 and, and your Super Bowl odds are 17, that means you're, yeah. you're, much, you're much better than that. Because Super Bowl odds are both how good you are and the mathematical reality of your record. Right, you can be the best team in the league, but if you're zero and nine, your Super Bowl odds are not good. That could be my Minnesota plus two ticket from this weekend. Talking. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I like Minnesota too. Uh, and again, I think in hindsight, Stefanski understood that offense. And if anything, Minnesota's defense playing that well was shot. If I would have told you Browns are putting up fourteen, I would have felt more? really, really good. Yeah, I think you're. T- you might have had three, four hundred on that game. <laughs> I mean, if they like, I'm going. Wow, now, AJ's a, a conservative batter. I think it's fair to say you don't want anyone stopping. You're like, you want to get your hors d'oeuvres at the restaurant. You don't want to have to not order dessert because you lost a bat. That's my style. Exactly. That's AJ Hoff, and I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Okay, Arizona. If if your tough one is a fit a coin flip against a average, slightly above average team. That's not a bad question mark, right? But the the quality of the opposition, otherwise, 
is really bad. But you know what? What's the best thing? No, well, other than that and the Rams, obviously. The best thing that you can do is blow out the teams that you play that aren't good. And that's what they've done, Arizona. And right now, Kyler Murray is the, hmm, let me say it, the favorite to win the MVP. The favorite. Five to one, Kyler Murray. Second, Patrick Mahomes, six to one. Josh Allen, seven to one. Narrative. And then Justin <laughs> Herbert, eight to one. That's Murray, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. You like any of those bets? If you had to bet one of those, AJ, Herbert, right? I, no, you, I, I, I don't want to say it because I think you'll laugh at me, but I might say Josh Allen. And Ooh. while his, his stats haven't been great, and but remember, MVP voting doesn't come down to QBR and things like that. It's all about if, if he's the quarterback of the best team and I, the Bills look like they may be the best team right now, he's going to get a lot of love for that award. All right, let's shift gears and talk about Urban Meyer. Oh, please. Go ahead. You, this, is one, this is one of your, like, talk radio four hours of this drive is, times takes. All right. Yeah, and I asked McKenzie how you would feel when I brought this up, but does it feel like maybe this is, is something Urban Meyer leaked out there on purpose to try to get fired from this job? God, no. No one wants there to be were fired. T- that would put a stink on him. He doesn't get hired somewhere else. Or I mean, or that he it, they end up coming to some resignation agreement. I don't know what it could be. He could do that any time. Uh, he could. It just seems like the fact that there's two nine ten second clips of the same thing from two different angles. It seems a little fishy to me. That's all. And, and now all the wait, talk wait, about wait, him going to USC. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're in Columbus, Ohio. All right. So who are the who are the most like let's go past Michael Jordan and LeBron like anyone that's not one of the five most famous people on earth sports related Urban Meyer is going to be at the top, pretty much at the top of the list of someone if you're out in your high state sweatshirt and you see Urban Meyer you're going to be getting out your camera showing your buddies and that's just the way it's a small I mean it's a relatively small town I went to school at Ohio State I promise you the head coach or the four, the most famous if Woody Hayes was reincarnated maybe that would get more attention but here's my question and we're running tight on time was the video the same kind of moments from two angles or, or was it two different times it was about the same moments it looked like to me I mean I'm, I'm no Zapruder but that, that's what it looked like to me here's what I'll say for sure is I think what we're seeing right now is a sign of the Jacksonville not being happy with them because they're saying some stuff that's setting up fire in him, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. (laughs) 